Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Delighted now to chat to some local Limerick businesses that I can think can rightly be described as institutions. Uh, joining me here up on the stage are Frank O'Mahony and Stephen O'Mahony of the legendary O'Mahony's Bookshop, uh, which has been with us for a long number of years, 120 years plus in business. We're also joined by David Fitzgerald, the General Manager of the Limerick Milk Market. And also joining us is Mick Dolan uh, of the, mu- the musical institution that is Dolan's Warehouse. You're all very welcome to the programme. Mick, I might start with you there. Yeah, welcome. Um, Dolan's is a wonderful musical institution out there on the Dock Road. Um, how long have you been going? And uh, tell us a little bit about the business. Well, we opened in 1994. Uh, it's family business, so uh, it's just evolved into from a small pub to what it is now. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's, it's a great place to be involved with because uh, musicians are fantastic. We get great, like during the pandemic even, we got great support from uh, local people, they all bought vouchers and things when there was nothing on. Yeah. And it's absolutely great. So Limerick has been very good. We're going to be hearing uh, a little bit of music in the second half of the show from Albert Nyland, who played in Dolan's last night. And he was saying that, you know, just the atmosphere, the, the electric nature of the place, that it means so much to actually play there. Absolutely. It's all to do with the people that are there. Yeah. Basically, the staff. We've great staff. How many staff but, would you have? Uh, 30, 40, it just depends on what's on, you know? Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and, what, and other than music then, does the venue get used for other things? I oh, remember com- everything. I was everything. at a wedding there a number of years ago. And Plays, I think the couple are still married. <laughs> 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 Once they got married in Dolan's, it's going to go forever. <laughs> All right, let's bring our next guest in. Um, and he's very, very welcome to the programme. Uh, David Fitzgerald, the general manager of the Limerick Milk Market. David, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Now, tell us about the Milk Market. Again, I, I've been into it many times, but it, it's another institution, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the Milk Market's been operating for many hundreds of years, officially since 1852. Um, each week, you'd have up to 80 businesses operating there on the Saturday morning between 8 and 3. Um, mostly small businesses, but you've got a mix there as well that have moved on to bricks and mortar as well. So it's again, it's as you mentioned there, it's in the heart of the city centre. It's an institution for a long time. So it's a real springboard then from maybe somebody who's involved in a, in a sort of farmer's market yeah. type environment to yeah. maybe scale up to the milk market and then yeah. find their way to getting their own premises. So yeah. you can probably cite many, in, many businesses that have come through there as their as their first outlet. Oh, absolutely, and we're very proud of them. The, the business has started out on a small little stall, even sometimes as half a stall, and moved on to bigger premises and constantly are scaling. And some of them are exporting to the, the globe at the moment, which is yeah. great to see. You know, and it's, it's fantastic to see some younger people coming in as well, taking a chance on a new product. And the market's constantly changing, like everything in life, really. And um, we've seen kind of changes in the last two or three years, particularly post-pandemic. There's kind of a, a resurgence in kind of vintage clothes and antiques and things like that. Is that right? Yeah, and there's more of kind of an emphasis now on organic as opposed to just your traditional fruit and vegetables. At the moment now you've your in-season, or new potatoes, you've your in-season strawberries and things like that coming in and you've got your beautiful plants and flowers coming in. So the market really is the garden of the city at the moment. Yeah, and also as well, change is a good thing in that if you're getting new businesses coming through and other maybe more established businesses moving on, Mm -hmm. there's a kind of a freshness about it in terms of, of whatever 
you know, the, the, whatever the in thing at the moment is, will be featured there. Absolutely. There's a rejuvenation in that each time that happens. And again, you get a kind of younger generation coming in, trying out something. And it's amazing to see the dynamic between them and maybe the, the longer term traders, the, the younger traders, again, just to pick a kind of a one, one off topic, might be kind of helping them with their social media and advising them on TikTok and things that they've never heard of. So they're, and, they're their own community. Yeah. And then the, the, the more seasoned traders and be giving them advice about general business and cash flow and minding things and stock and how to kind of merchandise this all a bit. So that there's a great sense of community there and helping each other out, you okay. know. Uh, stay with us, if you would. Um, I want to bring in our next guests. Uh, uh, they're a double act, a father and son duo, no doubt. Frank O'Mahony and Stephen O'Mahony from the wonderful O'Mahony's Bookshop just up the road here. You're very welcome, lads. Thank you very much. Now, Frank, uh, this is a business uh, of 120 years standing. Uh, it's an incredible business, and it's so much more than a bookshop. Tell us more. Yeah, it is. It's actually 121 years, Bobby. And... Funnily enough, last year we celebrated 120 years at 120 O'Connell Street. My grandfather founded it in 1902. Um, my father, I think, joined it. He was born in 1898, and I think he went in so in 1916. And uh, I joined in about 73, and my brother David joined me in about 76. And um, fourth generation now appearing. Uh, Stephen has just come back from 10 years being abroad. And uh, Claire, my daughter, who's kind of vacationing at the far side of the globe at the moment, is also right. in the company. Can I ask you this, Frank? Is there, is there a big responsibility to carry on the generations? Like, do you feel a weight on your shoulders around making it through your generation? passing it over safely to the next. How much pressure is there in that regard? And it might be a self-inflicted pressure. Whereas, yeah. you know, it's the biggest thing in your world, but maybe, uh, you know what I mean, because that, that that, you're so close to it. It is. Like, it, it is a tough decision that every business owner has to make, especially when you're around as long as we are. I mean, I am sure at some stage or other, maybe in 100 years' time, some family member is going to sell the business, unless, because you have to keep ownership fairly tight, you know? Yeah. Um, so to be able to pass it on sensibly. Um, and it's a tough decision, but the family did express interest in doing so, um, and which is great to see. Absolutely. Um, but pressure, you know, you, you just have to deal with it. And Stephen, uh, you were away for a number of years. Where did you go? What did you do? Uh, what, you come back now with experience of what? Tell us more. <laughs> what do I have to offer? Is that what you <laughs> it's another way of asking that question. Um, so I worked in London in, um, in an investment bank for three years. And uh, after that, I took a minor pay cut to be a volunteer in Honduras for a year and a bit. Uh, and then I ended up staying in Honduras for seven years, working in the, in the same charity. Um, so well, yeah, that was that was where and, I. And uh, that sounds like a life-changing experience because it's quite a long time, like seven, mm -hmm. eight years. Um, you must have seen a lot out there. Not all of it good. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the the charity was so it was a childcare and healthcare charity. Um, we had a number of different children's homes for orphaned, abandoned children, and also a big disability care program. And so. Um, in an environment like that, you, you come across a lot of stories and you, you know the people, you know, you develop relationships with these kids, even with their families, and, and you kind of get to know all of the, 
you know, the, the, the really the tragic situations yeah. that they go well, through, and that affects uh, you, you know, whether you like it or not. So you're so. back now, you're working in the family business. Um, are you excited <laughs> about it? Uh, I am, I am yeah. indeed, yeah. I, I grew up around books, I, I loved it from a, from a very young age. And, uh, you know, obviously in our household, it was, it was unavoidable, you know, Santa Claus used to bring books in the, in the, in the stocking and uh, I think you must have been getting some sort of discount in the shop or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, and so I'm, I'm just so excited to, to yeah. you know, carry on the tour. So when did you re-engage with the business? When did you come back? Just the beginning of this year. Actually. Okay, yeah. right, right. Mm -hmm. So as well, uh, just Frank, uh, the energy now that Stephen brings, uh, maybe a new perspective, maybe I haven't seen a bit, as they say, always come back well, with something. Yeah, well, I think Stephen's being a bit modest. He was national director of the charity, mm -hmm. and he dealt with hundreds and hundreds of kids. We were out there about two or three years ago, and the circumstances out there were horrific. Yeah. However, with regard to the business and the challenges he's faced, well, we, we do have five outlets. We have shops in two universities and three in Ennis. We're a, a very big internet business. We employ at the moment over 100 people and like we always have an absolute minimum of 85 people so it's a big responsibility that these guys are facing um, and if you look at about how many when you look at your stock and maybe it you, maybe you don't want to look at that too often how many what sort of lines are you carrying how, what's what's the stock level of books Mass, approximately uh, if you're talking figures it's a couple of million uh, euro worth of books that, that we have in stock at any one time we have a few hundred thousand uh, i don't know close to a quarter of a million titles uh, because we were one of the biggest library suppliers in the country and one of the biggest school book suppliers in the country so okay. we have to keep very large stocks okay well listen we've uh, the, they truly are institutions mick dolan of dolan's warehouse david fitzgerald of the milk market and frank and stephen omani of Amani's. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.